Welcome to Her Fantasy Football, the podcast with three sisters talking all football. Her Fantasy Football can now be heard on our new home, Blog Talk Radio, brought to you by National Gridiron Network. You can also check us out on iTunes or on the web at HerFantasyFootball.com and follow us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. And we are into week 11. Game on. Scary. Game on. Oh, teams on by Dallas Cowboys and St. Louis Rams. Get them out of your lineup. Ashley, anything for more money, more problems? Just a little racism and drugs. My favorite. (laughs) 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 Nothing like the NFL locker room. (laughs) Nope. So, obviously, I feel like we've talked quite a bit about the Jonathan Martin incognito issues it's just more back and forth i think we're going to continue to hear two sides of the story um it has been actually pretty interesting when you actually kind of see the string of text messages between the guys i mean have you guys heard any of these messages yeah i mean it's 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 i'm still going to stick with it's never okay to say it but it's really presenting some interesting situations here that drama 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 for the dolphins Drama. Always. Drama. Um, and apparently people don't learn their lesson because Kronkowski <laughs> made, made fun of an Asian fan just with this this weekend? I mean, it's ridiculous. He was sitting there and he was kind of emceeing and announcing and some guy got up and started to dance who was in a Gronk jersey. And then he made some terrible comment. He basically, what do you say? Something like, um, well, A, he called him Leslie Chow who is the character from The Hangover. <laughs> yeah. And then he My actually, good. over a microphone in, in front of everybody, said, and they told me he could only cook fried rice. Oh. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to which promptly somebody there was smart enough to then get take the mic away from it and actually announce to remind everybody that they signed contracts and waivers agreeing to hand over all cell phone footage. <gasps> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, but so of some, course someone didn't someone did not hand not that over. That. Yeah. No. Clearly, clearly not. No. Wow. Mhm. Really really smart. Also smart was Dwayne Bow. Apparently the bye weeks are bad, guys, because all people do is get in trouble on bye weeks. Keep it clean. Dwayne Bow got pulled over for speeding and possession of marijuana. He had two containers, and I thought it was really funny because before the podcast, Brandon and I were like, I don't know, 6.6 grams and 3.8 sounds like a lot. I don't know, Courtney. Is that a lot? Is that a lot no, of drugs, Courtney? Courtney had, it's not a lot. had to be like, no, guys, it's actually not a lot of drugs. It's what was it, Courtney? Absolutely not a lot. Well, here in the lovely state of Colorado, you're allowed to have up to an ounce of marijuana, and he had just over half an ounce. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's like two eighths, which is the normal thing you buy. And, you know, there's different kind of flavors of marijuana. I get why he had two different bags. Containers. You know? Two containers in a backpack. A, it smelled so badly of weed that that's why they searched the car. So, uh, can't this guy afford something a little less stinky? And then. No, stinky's good. Oh, see? This is the thing I don't know. 
So anyway, he's like high rolling, I guess. Um, And then, yeah, I think that's just over a half ounce more than he can have as an NFL player. (laughs) So just over a half, though, just over a half, just over a half more than he's allowed, you know, unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But he could always just like pay someone to pee in a cup for him or I don't know, like knock the tester's hand over with the sample later. So he'll be absolutely he'll be fine. How did this Gatorade get traded out for my urine? (laughs) But he's playing this week. So, I mean, it's it's not an issue. I guess the Chiefs couldn't even suspend him if they wanted to at this point, which is really interesting. Yeah, because it has to go into litigation. Yeah. So, I mean, he's playing. So that's kind of the big stuff that happened this week. I kind of want to just get to the social media because we have a lot of good questions. So we're not going to go too deep into uh, racism and drugs this week. I'm sure (laughs) there'll be a lot of that next week, too. So just a nice, healthy dose. Just, just, just enough. Just a little over half an ounce. <laughs> hey, all the kids out there, wait until you're 18, okay? That's all I have to say. Or be in a legal state. Or right. don't be an NFL player. Right, whatever. Right, whatever. all don't, wise Let's like get technical. Just wait till you're 18. Okay. <laughs> just want that on record for my children. All right, great. Very <laughs> responsible. Uh, yeah, so Twitter, Facebook, blowing up with good questions, people. I'm very into this. Um, at Dan underscore Mullen, he sent us a private message. He has two questions. The first question is, Rivers and Cutler, better option for the rest of the year. Ladies? You have two of my, like, most hated quarterbacks in NFL, this question is about. <laughs> it's a targeted question. <laughs> Uh, what was the question? Rivers or Cutler for the remainder of the year? Yeah. This one's tough because, I mean, historically, Phillip is like the man come December. True. But he has not looked like the man thus far in the last couple of weeks here. I'm going to go Cutler. I don't know. I'm going Cutler. Court? Um, you know, Cutler definitely has the easier schedule going into it. Um, but, you know, with these injuries, it's kind of crazy. And his backup ain't too shabby so um i don't know i think and this is for his backup not a starter correct i think this is a starter well i don't know i don't know his second question's about tom brady so maybe he can rotate with brady yeah it might be two separate leagues um you know we don't know when cutler's gonna come back and be full strength and stay in the game Mm -hmm. i'm going rivers yeah, I mean the problem with Rivers is that he plays Kansas City twice. Eesh. Then he also right. he also has Cincinnati, Miami. He's just got a lot of tough defense. Yeah, um, and then he has the Giants, Denver, and Oakland. But uh, I don't know. The good news is that the second Kansas City game is Week 17, so most of you will already be done with your fantasy leagues by then. Just FYI. Um, yeah, Cutler though. Ravens, Rams, Vikings, Cowboys, Browns, Eagles, and. Um, the Packers. None of those people scare you. None of them. None. Zero. Uh, So I would say Cutler, except for the fact that he hurt his groin first, and then he hurt his ankle. But Cutler's always hurt. He's always hurt and whining. Yeah, but that's the thing, is he goes out of the game, and they have a good backup. I think they pulled him last week, so I don't know. Well, he hurt himself. I They kept him in too long last week, frankly. But um, I guess I would go with Cutler for the upside, and I would hope that you have someone to rotate in because I don't know when he'll be back, and I don't know when he'll leave again. 
So well, there you go. into the next question, which is, is Brady a top five QB with his weapons back? No. <laughs> no. I mean, I like, I, I think that it's just like anybody else, you know, that you drafted really high and have been a bust this year, you know, Richardson. they're going to have to prove it. Yeah. They're going to have to prove it. And until he can prove it, you know, mm-hmm. I, he's top 10, which is a lot better than what he's been all year. So, I mean, he had 33 points last week. I mean, he blew up. It was yeah. crazy town. But you also need to look at who he has. He's got, you know, yes, he has his weapons back now. But you've got a injury-prone Gronk who could go down at any minute. You've got Amendola, who is maybe oh. more injury-prone than Gronk even. So maybe. You, never, you never really even know when he's actually going to be full strength. You know? So, no, he's not, he's not a... Elite I think quarterback top five this season. Yeah. But top, not top five. I'd give him top. I think he'll work his way into top 10 by the end of the season. But. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or just top outside because no. he had such a bad first 10 games. Just being honest. I mean, I don't know. Um, we got another QB question from at Kieran Mullis. Hello. Um, do I start RG3 or Foles? I have no business answering this question. <laughs> <laughs> no, you Fools. don't. Fools, baby. Fools. Ashley says Fools. Well, then you probably are going to want to go with RG3. <laughs> I actually picked up Fools in the same league that I have RG3 and Cam Newton in because I was like, I, I literally can't take it. I'm so stressed oh, out. No. I, we're, we're doing this I podcast with, with a heating pad, two heating pads on right now because I am like, beyond stress so Foles is my salvation right now because i just can't take the back and forth of cami cam and uh, rg3 sucking it every week that i start them you heard it here first people those two quarterbacks are ruining ashley's life they are so she's going my life my life i would go Foles because washington's defense is worse than eagles defense so they play each other this week um but yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I think Foles is the way. Yeah, we have another qu- Cutler question. We'll keep this one quick. Uh, Kate uh, Connessy, she says, should I drop Cutler for Matt Ryan? Once again, we talked about that schedule. It's so easy. I'd keep him if you can, but pick up McCowan. That backup, he's beautiful and good. You're welcome. <laughs> Anyone nice. else? Or are we all in agreement? The Falcons I mean, are it, so bad right now. They're just, yeah. they're just bad. Hurt. I and their schedule is actually tougher than the Bears' schedule. So you've got a worse team with a tougher schedule. Doesn't bode well for you. Nope. PPR Riley Cooper or Keenan Allen? Our our friend Sean Plaisance was the one who asked this question. Yeah, Riley. Riley Cooper. That man's a machine lately. He loves Foles and him are just some love making going on in the field. Love fest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If... Well, I think Keenan's going up Miami, right? Against Miami. Is that the game? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Miami's pretty good it's against secondary. receivers. Yeah, I don't know. I'd I'd go with I would go by the Cooper. Go with the hot hand. Keep it hot. He likes him in the end zone, first of all, and he also gets a lot of targets. And he gets a lot of yards after the catch. So I like Cooper. 
Yeah. Sean has another question that's even harder. David Nelson or Marvin Jones? It's a 16-man league, he explains. That's why I'm working with these two. <laughs> and what's funny is we had to remind ourselves, which, which guy was that again? Uh, my opinion is David Nelson, just because the Jets literally have no one else. Stephen Hill is barely practicing. Curly's already been rolled out. Santonio Holmes is supposedly going to be back, but he's been out for five weeks. Um, I know David Wilson had a bad game before the bye, but uh, I think he's the guy. I, there's no one else. I agree. I agree. And be excited if you get three points or more. Um, Also, we have a a question from Justin Drogmuller, and I'm going to actually talk about this when I talk about Tampa Bay, which is, should I pick up the Tampa Bay running backs? Are they worth it? And which one? It's a 10-man standard league. So I'll talk about standard versus PPR because that's actually a complicated question. Um, And then the last question was, how does one beat Ashley Williams? Love the show, ladies. (laughs) From Lish. It's so funny because I'm actually awesome in my friend league and so bad in my family league. (laughs) It's not even funny. Like, I'm last place in the family league and first place in my friend league. Um, You're you're worse than the guy who forgets to set his lineup. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's impressive. Isn't that? Yeah. (laughs) My friend left to go to Mexico and didn't set his lineup twice, and I'm still in last place in the league. It's really sad. Yeah. Thank you, Cam and RG3. So, hey, you know, Lish, I'm just, my just join the family, Lish. Just join the family. Yeah, you join the family. Yeah. <laughs> Tom no keeps forgetting to set his lineup. You'll be able to join next year, Lish. Love it. <laughs> Threats. All right, guys. Well, we're going to set your lineup starting right now. Make sure you get <gasps> Dallas Cowboys and the St. Louis Rams going. So, we got Indianapolis Colts at Tennessee Titans. Hold on. Welcome back. It's about time. Who is this? You know who it is? I, I, I think that's... This is Russell Wilson, and I forgot to bring Wilson's him up. Passing oh, here we go. He talks to you, and he yells at you if you leave him alone on the app. But there is an amazing app that Whitney Omen, who we have to give a shout-out to the show, and I almost forgot, she sent me this text message that was like, do you have the Ask Russell Wilson app? And I did not. But people, download it. He actually just talks to you. It makes he no does. sense. It makes no sense at all. <laughs> and uh, he's not wearing a sweater, though. I apologize. Sad to say. Um, Sorry. Very sad. I totally. Unfortunately, well, Andrew Luck does not have an app to talk thank, to. Thank God. Actually, <laughs> well, he's very smart. That could be an interesting app. Maybe he'd read me Shakespeare. Maybe I'd learn maybe. something. Nonetheless, I, I don't want to buy that up. I'd maybe. I'd maybe I would for sure buy the Aaron Rodgers app, but what about the Clay Matthews app? He could just like run mm, those hair go in the background. Hey, maybe. listen, we're not into it, but other ladies are be very Fabio. Um, thanks. Whitney Oman. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> so back to the Colts and Titans game. Yeah. You know, Andrew Luck is still someone they're going to be starting. He, he certainly didn't have the best week ever last week, but then again, a lot. Chase was a lot of the quarterbacks didn't actually have that great of a week last week. No, it was terrible. I know. Yeah, it was. It was kind of weird. So, I mean, nonetheless, he was the seventh highest scoring quarterback thus far this season, and you know he's still a must start. He's always the Titans to give up the fourth fewest points to quarterbacks. So, don't expect like an enormous week, but he's still worth a start. 
T.Y. Hilton, we have him ranked 11. You know, if T.Y. could have found the end zone, he could have been a top five wide receiver last week. He was oh, still yeah. able to score you 13 points with 130 yards on seven receptions. So he at least has seen the kind of workload that you want to see week in and week out. And the Titans give up the second fewest points to opposing wide receivers. So I think you could probably expect around 13 points again. Because I think he's still going to find the end zone this week. But I think he's a little bit less yardage. Cut calls, Kobe Fleener. You know, he didn't have a horrible week. But you weren't looking for not horrible. You know, I mean, he was targeted 10 times and only caught four. So he could have had a much larger game than he actually did. But nonetheless, you know, he did score you five points, which made him the 15th highest scoring tight end last week. So the good news is that while the Titans defense is pretty good in all facets, they don't do a great job defending tight ends. So Fleener may have some upside this week. Donald Brown. This one's tricky because he's lingering somewhere between gut checks for me and the bench. He did score you 12 points, you know, but he actually had negative one rushing yards. (laughs) <laughs> and was only so saved by a catch for a touchdown, 64 yards receiving. So, I mean, he only had two carries and five receptions. So that's not a whole lot of targets, kids. <laughs> Nonetheless, that still has more of an upside than Richardson. And that's sad. Right? I mean, when you've got negative one rushing yard, you're still the upside on the running backs on the team. Oof. Because how Scary. many points? Yeah, how many points did uh, Trent get you? Three. No, no, two Three. points. Two points, I believe. So I mean, that's not good either. I mean, when you're combining these two rallies together and you have a total of one rushing yard, that's ugly. It's real, real ugly, and you just probably don't want to go near any of that. So, ugh, it's rough. Well, ladies, I don't know how I forgot this in More Money, More Problems. It was the story of the week. It's the Trent Richardson sex slash orgy tape. Did you hear about this? What? No. Yes, there is a sex tape of Trent Richardson, and it is an orgy. Oh, my gosh. How many girls? I'm assuming girls. I I don't know. I'm assuming boys and girls. Isn't it an orgy? Wow, that's awesome. I mean, hello, because let me tell you, he's yet to participate in a fantasy orgy, so I'm glad he's having real ones. That's right. Good for him. At least he's getting it somewhere. That's right. And you know what? When is he going to learn? You have people sign waivers before you have orgies. Why do people keep taping this? (laughs) I just, you know, that and and sending pictures of your junk. These are the two things I'll never understand in my life. Moving on to the, I wouldn't say fantasy orgy, but fantasy intrigue of Tennessee. Intrigue. I guess. Okay, so Chris Johnson. I don't think anyone can call a two-fumble game a success. I think we can Uh, all say... (laughs) Okay, and the Colts give up the eighth fewest fantasy points to opposing running backs. However, you probably don't have anyone better. And they probably studied the tape from the Colts' embarrassing loss last week. So, I don't hate it. But, you know what, definitely don't start Sean Green. People are talking about him as a sleeper, maybe for the rest of the season, but not against the Colts. Just don't do it. Chris Johnson at least has a chance of maybe breaking through. Also, in the gut calls, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Stay with me here. Two out of his three games that he started, he's had over 20 fantasy points. I've always liked Fitzy. Me too. 
He's also the highest scoring Wonderlic uh, player of all time. Very smart. Not that that matters. Maybe he'll have a nap. Um, so if your quarterback's injured, Rogers, Cutler, if they're inconsistent and you want to just throw something, I'm talking to you, Kaepernick. Maybe you want to pick up Fitzpatrick. Um, also, I just want to remind you that the Tennessee defense should be on the bench. Um, they also just lost to the Jaguars. So... <laughs> Yeah. There's a little reality check for all of you. Also, Delaney Walker, he just won't go away. So if you're really desperate in tight ends, and I'm talking really desperate, maybe. See the um, end zone here and there. Yeah, because you know what? Fitzpatrick seems to want to like toss it around to everybody. Just a thought. Um, however, I am going to pick the Colts because they lo- Tennessee lost to the Jags. Yeah, I think the Colts will win because last week was embarrassing and completely out of character for this team. So I'm also going to go Colts. Oh, man. I loved it when the Tennessee player goes, man, we were so bad this week. We played like we were the Jacksonville Jaguars. (laughs) (laughs) It was so good. It was so so good. Oh, yeah. No, the Colts were so bad last week. So bad. But I enjoyed it. Um, I picked them to lose. I'm going to go with the Colts just because I think that they're an overall better team. Although I do think Tennessee could be sneaky about this one as well. But I'm going Colts with the rest of you. All right. My boys are off by New York Jets and Buffalo (laughs) Bills. I love how Courtney randomly just loves the Jets. It's genuine, though. She has a genuine desire for them. Just this year. Absolutely. It may not be the States next year. No, it might not be the same. In fact, my husband's sitting there cursing me out two weeks ago, and he's like, gosh, I'm cheering for the Jets, and I don't even know why. I don't even think you know why. <laughs> <laughs> so but you good. can't help. It feels It's a feel-good team. It, it is. really is. You know, they're, they're like the classic underdogs. Part of that is because yeah. they have no must-starts. Just putting yeah. that out there. It's like week in and week out, there's no one. Sorry. No. Um, gut calls. I'm going to give you Chris Ivory. Barely. Just to be nice. Well, I mean, before the bye, he had 19.9 fantasy points. Uh, the week before that, he had 1.1. I'm just telling you how it is. I, I just... Consistency at its finest right there. Yeah. And you know what's really surprising? Buffalo gives up the ninth fewest fantasy points to opposing running backs. Did you know they were going to against the run? I guess Not I'm really. so concentrating on how their quarterback hands the other team a football that um (laughs) by the way uh, on that note the new york jets defense they haven't been great this season they have not they have not so when you look at the stats you're going to be a little like "Eh." um but literally the buffalo quarterbacks just hand the ball over so i don't know what you're talking about yeah well, I think I could play defense against Thaddeus Lewis or EJ. Um, <laughs> bench warmers. I'm putting Gino on the bench. Now, to be fair, every other, like, they only win on odd weeks. So this is an odd week, so they should win, and he should have double-digit points. And literally, that's how it is. They win, and he gets good points, or they lose, and it's every other week. So, um, but I wouldn't trust him. Sorry. Just the way it is um Bilal Powell and you don't even need to have him on your team anymore he hasn't scored over five fantasy points since September 29th so um it's sad because I I think maybe he farts in the locker room or he dated someone's sister 
or something. He really made someone <laughs> mad because he was awesome. Uh, and then and non-existent. I think it's flatulence, but we'll see. Uh, wide receivers are a mess. Love it. Well, this is the this is the two teams where there are absolutely no must starts this week, <laughs> which and makes this the game of the week. <laughs> the game of the week. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm bumping Fred Jackson down to gut calls this week. <sighs> so, sad. Uh, so sad. Now, listen, he could be a must start. You might not have anybody better playing. Um, but man, he had a really tough week against Pittsburgh's defense. And I don't really see that changing against the Jets. You know, I think the Jets give up the second fewest points to running backs. And he's having a hard time getting out of that offensive line that's just not so good. So I'm just not loving him this week. Stinks. CJ Spiller. Spiller was limited last week, but the coaches, you know, insist it's not due to his ankle problems. But who knows? I, I don't trust the Bills coach as far as I can throw him. So I don't know if he's going to play, if he's going to come in and have a 155-yard game, or if he's going to have two points for you. So I don't, I don't love him this week either, hence why they're both gut calls. And I have nobody else on the Bills team that's worth talking about. That's well, <laughs> kind of sad. The whole team's hurt. Yeah, they're all so beat up. That it's just stinks. So, sorry. You know, the Bills only put up 10 points against the Steelers. And it it might be a very similar scenario this week against the Jets. With that said, (laughs) I would pick them anyways. Jets, baby. (laughs) To win. Yeah, you know, I'm going with Courtney's mantra of uh, don't bet against the Jets. So, I'm going Jets. Mm, It almost rhymed. Uh, wow, Buffalo went downhill. Big time. Wow. Real fast. Jets. I, I don't even know if it'd be close. There we go. Atlanta Falcons at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This one's tough because this might also contend for Game of the Week. Game of the Week. <laughs> game of the Week. <laughs> Let's talk about those sexy Falcons, should we? Oh. Play them if you got them. Have you watched this team recently? Oh, it's so <laughs> They're terrible. I know. Terrible. There are no mustards from the Falcons. I'm hurt. Uh, uh, they are just a bunch of potential to blow up on your bench or zero out in your lineup. So, no mustards. Got calls. You got Matt Ryan. <laughs> you know, Matty Ice has been very confusing this season. The last three weeks have been by far his worst weeks this season. So, let's hope the tide is turning. While he, you know, while he didn't score you many points last week, 11 to be exact, off of 172 yards and one touchdown, he was playing the Seahawks, who do give up the second fewest points to quarterbacks. So, you know, maybe 11 isn't horrible against the Seahawks. But this week he'll be facing the Bucks, who give up quite a few points to quarterbacks. So look at your roster and really, really think before you put Matt Ryan in. <laughs> Harry Douglas, you know, Douglas had... A game that left little to be desired. I mean, he scored you a total of two points off of seven catches for a whopping 49 yards and fumbled deep into Seattle's territory. Not his best game, you know. But, you know, Roddy White was back. But you should, but should you care? 
No. No, you shouldn't care no. whether Roddy's back or not. You know, Douglas still had the most upside of all the Falcons receivers at the moment, and the Bucks have a you know mediocre secondary. So let's hope that last week was kind of the outlier, that he'll be back to his regular self this week against, you know, sadly a pumped-up Tampa Bay who finally got a win. So I've got him on my gut check. Tony Gonzalez had another agitating week scoring you <laughs> two points. You can't count him. But then again, you can't count a whole lot of the tight ends this season. You know, Gonzalez hurt his toe in last week's game and is uncertain whether or not he will play this week. So keep a close eye on Tony to see if he will play. And, you know, he'll either get you 15 points or two. Oh, the anticipation of which Tony will show up next week. (laughs) So excited. I think him, Cam, and RG3 are, like, meeting up before games to really figure out which way they could screw me the most. Yeah. Just saying. It's like a mommy and me meetup. Yeah, it totally. Is. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no kids. It's just it's like, okay, and no, your I'm going to be good this week. I'm going to be good this week. I'm going to totally suck it. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Great. Uh, Jack was Rogers, Steven Jackson. Not a whole lot to say here. I mean, Jack was outscored his starter, but Jackson's still the starter, you know? And I mean, Jack was had three carries for 31 yards. So. Not great, you know, and he did have five receptions for 28 yards. And sadly, Jackson only had 20 yards on 12 attempts. 20 yards on 12 attempts. It's ridiculous. Sounds like Richard Mendenhall. And, ugh. I mean, this is another running back by committee that isn't getting many touches, period. And they are being productive when they are getting the touch. So they're on the bench, both of them. Don't do it. Bench them. I would like to meet Jaquiz Rogers' mother because I actually kind of like the name Jaquiz. I love it. I would love to know where she came up with that. Does any? I mean, that's a really cool name, actually. I, the more I hear it, the more I like it. Um, I'm a little weird, but I, I really do like it. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about those Tampa Bay uh, running backs that we discussed before. Okay, so... Unfortunately, Mike James went out with a broken ankle. Really sad. He actually had four points in the first quarter. He was amazing, and then he had to get carted off the field. It's very unfortunate for Tampa Bay to lose two really good backs in one year. So, um, so it seems crazy that they might have two backups to the backups that are pretty decent. And I think that's a possibility. To answer the question about PPR versus standard leagues, so Brian Leonard is kind of known as a pass-catching back. He's he's not fabulous, but he's pretty good. Um, but he is going to catch balls. So if you're in a PPR league, he is the pickup. If you are not in a PPR league, there's a little more buzz about Bobby Rainey. Now, he is totally a change-of-pace option right now behind Brian Leonard, but he's flashy. He's kind of got a... I mean, he probably won't be the same stud level, but he's kind of got that Zach Stacy where maybe he's going to end up getting the job or Giovanni Bernard. So there's potential, but it's a little hard because we're pretty late into the season. But there's a lot of buzz about him. So I think if you're in a standard league, I would take him as the flyer. Uh, but they're both kind of in that Willis McGahey, Chris Obanaya, I'm not quite sure I'll ever play them territory. Does that make sense? Yes. You're not quite sure you'd ever play them? I'm fairly sure I would never play them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm in a league where I have, like, Ridley, Woodhead, Sproles. You're playing all of those guys before McGahee. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, of course, I'll, oh, behind, ahead of McGahey, but what I'm saying is, like, you picked up McGahey because it was you thought maybe I could catch lightning in a bottle, so this is that kind of pickup. McGahey didn't should, work out. You should drop him for Mike Glennon. <laughs> Not this week, though. Not this no. week. Uh, yes, yeah, so Mike Glennon, he's on the bench. He was not good last week. It was his worst game, 139 yards, one touchdown, one interception. But I had a tough time deciding whether I wanted to put him on as a gut call or a bench player. Um, Atlanta gives up the fifth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. So there's a possibility that he's going to go back up to, like, the 18-point range. But out of respect for, you know, all the people that took a chance at him last week, I downgraded him. I'm not entirely sure how I feel. But, uh, yeah, and you know what? I didn't even write about Vincent Jackson, and I should have. Sorry, you guys. Um, Atlanta gives up the six most fantasy points to wide receivers. You should start him. But, man, he's so disappointing. He and Trent Richardson only orgies off the field. I don't know if he has orgies. I don't, I don't know if Vincent Jackson does. <laughs> I just realized as I said that, that that probably wasn't very nice. Uh, He's just, I don't know, you guys. Do you trust him? I trust him a lot more than I trust Richardson. All right. Well, I like Vincent. It's hard. Anyway, I'm going to pick Tampa Bay. Um, they've lost some really close games. I think they're on a roll. I don't know. I don't really love either, but, man, Atlanta looks so bad. So bad. I... I I flipped the coin and I'm picking Tampa Bay. That's what I'm doing. Did you I'm actually flip a with. coin? I, hope I you actually did. flipped a coin. Excellent. I'm gonna I start did. doing that for what quarterback I'm gonna start. You should use no sense of reason and None. just flip a coin. None. Yeah, we'll do that. You know the Bucks are pumped up and finally was able to win a close game. You know they've had a lot of close calls and just couldn't quite close. And they finally closed one, which I think is going to give them some confidence. So I'm going to go with the Bucks. The Bucks, All right, Bucks all the way down. We got the Detroit Lions at Pittsburgh Steelers. Play them if you got them. The usual trio. We got Matthew Stafford. We have him ranked number three. He didn't have, like, the best week last week. But, I mean, he still had 219 yards and three touchdowns. I'm okay with that against Chicago's defense. Amazing. Amazing. He just had, you know, and it, it wasn't necessarily his fault. His receivers dropped a lot of balls. And that's, that's not fun, including Calvin Johnson and Reggie Bush. So it wasn't all Stafford's fault. But I think he's going to do great. I love him. And Pittsburgh's, you know, a tough team. But I think he's going to do just fine. Let's not forget that the only other quarterbacks that are good they've gone against is Cutler and Brady, who scored... 40 and 55 points in the game that, you know, New England and, and uh, Chicago did. So I see, I see Detroit, Detroit scoring quite a bit of points themselves. Calvin Johnson, number one. What? We're number one. Third game in a row over 20 points. Yes, please. You win. He had 83 yards receiving and two touchdowns. I like it. You never bench Mr. Megatron. I could talk about you for days. Anyways, Reggie Bush, he rushed for 105 yards. I, I like him. I don't think, you know, there's anything to be scared of for him. He's going to be your second running back more so this week. Uh, I mean, we have him ranked number six, 
but Pittsburgh gives, you know, and Pittsburgh gives up the ninth most fantasy points to running back, which is which is good. But he did drop quite a few balls last week, and he's having a little bit more trouble getting free. So maybe he'll explode this week, but you're not going to bench him regardless. You're going to play him. And Detroit has no gut calls. You play them all unless you're Bell, and Bell is benched. We like you, Bell. We love the name. I know both my sisters want to say his name. Joik. Joik. Um, <laughs> but Bush is getting the majority of the carries, and Stafford likes airing it out. It's just it's not looking good. Bell had 41 yards with 10 carries. Mm, I don't love him. We're going to bench him. Right. And that's all for the Detroit. And if any Lions. of you were wondering how Courtney plays fantasy football, it is drafting all Lions and playing them all against you while you cry. I have two Lions, and yeah, I have the best the ones. ones. I've, she has Stafford the ones. and Calvin Johnson. Yeah, well, that's She's who a I wanted. Girl. Yeah, no, you're right. You were totally right. Like, it's crazy. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers, a little more complicated. Uh, <laughs> no, listen, Le'Veon Bell, he's a 12th ranked uh, running back this week. Last week, he rushed for 20, 22 times for 57 yards and a touchdown. Great. Why not? He also caught three passes for 39 yards. Bonus. Detroit's okay against the run, but nothing to write home about, so I'd start him. Um, also, you start Antonio Brown because it's consistent. And you know what? In this crazy season, and it has been crazy. Uh, you play for consistency big time. But you know what else has become consistent? Jericho Cotchery getting touchdowns. Uh, what yeah. is up with that guy? Yeah. So here's my thing. If you are in a bad place with wide receivers, a.k.a. if you're Brandon Lee, he might be a good flyer. Just put it out there. He's not owned in a lot of leagues. Check, it, check you know. Uh, they seem to love him in the end zone. It's like he's the new Heath Miller. So check it out. Um, Got calls. Ben Roethlisberger, lately, not as bad as you would think. Uh, he scored over 20 fantasy points uh, only one time this year. Uh, but he's always in the 10 to 16 range. So if you're in a two-quarterback league, he's like the best number two you could possibly find. He doesn't ever bomb a game. So something to think about. And then bench warmers, Heath Miller, you guys stop it. He caught one ball for six yards last week. Why is he even on your bench? Uh, I'm going with the Lions. I don't know what else to say. Lions, as usual. I'm also going to go Lions. Where? Oh, they're so good. We need to disagree more, All in agreement. Yep, all in agreement on that one. Yeah. We need to get higher Here's rankings. Was- Jello fight. <laughs> Jello fights. <laughs> all right. Washington Redskins at Philadelphia Eagles. Boom. Boom. RG3. Well, of course Ugh. he had a great game. He was on Ashley's bench. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. RG3 is a must-start oh. this week. 281 yards, three touchdowns, and rushed for 44 yards last week against Minnesota. Philadelphia gives up the 10th most fantasy points to quarterbacks. So, it's possible RG3 could have another great week. But... He could also give you four points. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> just, just keep it in mind. So true. Alfred Morris, we have him ranked number five. 139 yards rushing, no touchdowns again. But 
he still gave you 13.9 points, which is great for, you know, if you had somebody like Chris Johnson. Solid. Solid. I think he's going to get a touchdown this week, so I'm all in on Mr. Morris. Pierre Garçon. Second game in a, gro- in a row, Garçon scored over 17 points. That's good. Love it. 119 yards and a touchdown last week against the Vikings. He's hot right now. You have to play him. Philadelphia gives up the most fantasy points to wide receivers. This should be an awesome game for him. Jordan Reed, 62 yards receiving and a touchdown. He came back last week. RG3 is loving him again, looking for him. I just love that bromance going on. Now, Philadelphia is a little tougher on the tight end, so I'm not going to expect a huge game out of him. There's so many bad tight ends out there that even nine points from Reed is going to be a lot better than the majority of everybody else. Good calls. Hankerson, you know, we have him ranked really low, but I I think this might be your pickup of the week. He's only owned by 7% of leagues. And as I said, like, Philadelphia gives it the most points to wide receivers. So... I'm expecting Hankerson to get a few points. He scored 20 fantasy points. You know, if you're in a deep league, you could do worse. So I like him this week. I think Hankerson and Kotcher are are fighting for who's going to be the most aggravating person that's not on your team. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Pick them up. Um, Pick them up. And, you know, all the running backs to Morris, we just need to, like, realize Shanahan is – so messed up, you know, when it comes to running backs. It's disgusting. I told you not to go with Darrell Young, and what happened? I mean, zero, one, one rushing yard. So, I mean, it's just, we don't, we don't like him. Hello? Hello? No. He's had less than four fantasy points in six games, including the last three games. So, we're not going to play him either. So, don't even think about it. Morris is the running back of Washington. I like it. And by like it, I mean I hate the Redskins. Nice. Yeah, I hate the whole team now. Other than Reed, I, I like Reed. I don't like Arsad, too. I don't, I'm really just, I guess I just hate RG3. Let's, let's be honest about it. Let's be honest. But the other players, by default, get, like, ranked a little bumped lower. Bumped down. They get bumped down. As far as the Eagles go, you know, LaShawn McCoy, number four ranked running back. He had a great week last week, and he could have had a monstrous week if he was able to find the end zone. I mean, he scored the seventh most points last week of all the running backs and is the fourth highest scored running back for the season. And the Redskins defense, not good. I mean, they've allowed the mm. fourth most fantasy points to running backs. So I would expect a larger than normal week for McCoy. Riley Cooper, we talked about him a little earlier in the show. You know, with Foles in, Cooper is a must start. Yeah. He was targeted, you know, five times and caught three of them for 102 yards. And yeah, he also had two touchdowns on top of that. Foles likes him in the end zone, so you should like him in your lineup. Two weeks ago, he had 32 points, and last week he had 22 points. The Redskins gave up the fifth most points to opposing wide receivers, so I think you can expect double digits for sure this week. Hot. Deshaun Jackson, same thing goes for Deshaun, guys. I mean, while Foles and Cooper have this, like, insane chemistry right now, Jackson was still targeted five times as well, and he has scored a touchdown in the last two weeks. So, I mean, Jackson's a top-five receiver. You never bench him. You know, with a skins poor secondary, it should make for a nice little afternoon for Jackson. I like I'm I'm big on both these receivers. Nick Foles. 
God love him. He better have a big week for me because I'm starting him because I can't take the RG3 Newton thing anymore. I can't do it. Uh, you heard it here. Yeah. Foles is a starter. Bench him, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is mandatory that Foles. I give my now family league starting lineup. <laughs> but he did again, guys. Not you know, not quite the 40 points he had. But he's in the 20s, just like we said. You know, and this week shouldn't be any different. Keep in mind that Foles, you know, was still able to give you 22 points when they actually were a fairly rush-heavy offense last week with twice as many rush attempts and passes. So with the Redskins' defense being as terrible as they are, Nick Foles, I'm going to say it should be a top-10 quarterback this week. Hot. Hot. I like Foles a lot. Gut calls. You're either soaring high with the Eagles or you are ducking for cover. There are no gut calls. You are starting them or you are benching them. Where's nice, Chip? Ashley. As far as who you're benching, you're benching Brent Selleck. Yeah. He scored a big zero. N- a big N-A in the rankings. Yeah, I didn't even rank him. You didn't even rank him. What does that tell you? Courtney's done. Like, he's benched on my ranking. I'm telling yeah. you how bad he is. I mean. How bad he is. Yeah, like, seriously. Exist. Dead to me. Yeah. Like, literally, though, guys, he is a, a kind of another one of those good, bad, off and on things. He has three weeks in a row where he's, like, really bad, and then he has a mildly decent game. And then you have to wait another three weeks so you can maybe possibly consider playing if you had, like, no other options, which, let's be honest, you should have better options than Selleck. So, Eagles defense, too, guys. You know what? The Redskins can't quite seem to close any games. They are able to score points on you. So, I don't like this defense. Keep them on your bench. I'm going to go Eagles, guys. I I think they just have too much offense that will overpower a bad Redskins defense. Yeah, you know, I'm going Eagles, too. But this actually should be a really good game for fantasy points. Uh, I kind of like this game for fantasy. So um, not so much, like, really to watch for pleasure. But uh, fantasy-wise, I think it would be a lot of points for your team. So, But I'm still going Eagles. I think that you'll watch for your fantasy orgy pleasure. That's what I do yeah. whenever I watch Pierre Garçon. I'm like, oh, I love that I drafted you. Mm, I love you. Uh, I'm going Washington because the Eagles can't win at home. Literally. It's been a year. Well, there you go. Crazy time. There you go. Arizona Cardinals at Jacksonville Jaguars. Also competing for game of the week. Game of the week. Yeah. Game of the week. Um, some doozies this week. I didn't even. There are some really weird games. Uh, I didn't even write this down because it's so obvious. But by the way, the Arizona defense is uh, playing Jacksonville. You're welcome. I mean, I don't even know why that's a discussion point. <laughs> Play them. Uh, Play them if you got them. I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, that reminds me real fast. My husband goes. Uh, Hey, guess who you're playing this week in fantasy? I go, oh God, does that mean I'm playing you? And he's like, yeah. And guess who my defense is playing? It's like, <laughs> let me guess, Jacksonville Jaguars. He's like, yep, I'm gonna kick your bottom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm telling you, I'm well picking up the Tim. Jets defense. Buffalo just hands over the ball. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I don't. I think Ellington is another guy with a farting problem. Because it makes no sense as to why they don't give him the ball more. It's crazy. What is wrong? So um, he got 13 touches to Mendenhall's 14 touches. Uh, however, uh, he scored like like 17 points. He got a touchdown. And then um, 
Mendenhall scored 3.1 points nice. on 14 touches. I don't understand. So anyway, um, Jacksonville gives up the fifth most fantasy points to opposing running backs. So I think you just have to start him. He has the talent. I just don't understand. Um, got calls. Larry Fitzgerald. Man, what's going on, guys? The Texans held him to three catches for 23 yards last week. He's just not doing what we were hoping with the Carson Palmer edition. It's just not working out. It's been ho-hum. However, Michael Floyd might be out. So that opens up a couple other people. Andre Roberts is a possible sleeper. Uh, Listen, they're playing against Jacksonville. Anything's possible. So... Keep him in mind. And their tight end, Hausler, oddly enough, came to life, had a touchdown, 57 yards last week. Once again, they're playing Jacksonville. I just have a hard time ruling anyone completely out at this point. So just something to think about, except for Carson Palmer. Once again, guys, stop it. He's never been higher than the 14th ranked quarterback in any week so far this season. Seriously. Uh, and then Mendenhall. I, I don't know how you get uh, under four points when you get 14 touches. And Coach Arians is still saying he's the undisputed starter. So wow. that's crazy town. I don't know what's going on. But you know what? I don't care who starts. I care about yards and touchdowns. And unfortunately, Mendenhall can't get either of those. So I would not play him. Benched. Wow. Well, you know what? Here we go. We're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who are winners now. Who are winners. Actually, congratulations to them. I am glad that there are no complete yeah. losers anymore. Yeah, I'm Bucks excited and Jags too. won. I know. It's very exciting. Boom. Except there's no must-starts. Let's just be honest. They're playing <laughs> Arizona, and they're really good. And I want to take a moment to congratulate Maurice Jones-Drew. Hey. Congratulations, man. Really stepped it up. Yeah, he did. He had 44 yards rushing and a touchdown. Bam. Big big game. And 33 yards receiving. I mean, big game for him. Big Big game. It's not going to happen again, though. Uh, Slow clap. Exactly. Arizona (laughs) gives up the third fewest fantasy points to running backs. I do not love him this week. I'm almost, as I'm saying this out loud, moving him from gut calls to a bench. Just just right now. (laughs) Also, in my gut calls, I have Cecil Shorts the third and Mike Brown. Shorts and Brown only had two catches for 42 and 40 yards all day on Sunday. Big game. You know, that's, that's, that's not good. Those are Steve it's Smith not, numbers. You know what? You're right. I'm moving everybody to the bench this week on Jacksonville. You two are done. They're going to join Henny? They're going to join Chad Henney, who I just had to talk about because I've yet to talk about him, and he is a quarterback. <laughs> is he? Is he? Yeah, he, he is. Loosely he is the, defined. Loosely defined. I mean, he had 180 yards and two interceptions. Yeah, no, it's really bad. It's really bad. Congratulations for winning the game, but you are all officially benched. <laughs> Cecil Shorts might have a game, but... I wouldn't play him. I was thinking about picking up Mike Brown, so you're saying no go. I mean, Arizona's a tough defense. Arizona's Arizona? a really no. tough defense, and no. Jacksonville is not a 
you know, well, oiled machine here we're talking about. Yeah. So, (laughs) I mean, I I actually like both wide receivers. I just don't like them this week. So I think this is going to be a pretty low-scoring game is my feeling. Right. Um, But I'm, I'm picking, yeah, I'm picking Arizona to win. I'm also with the Cardinals, but I don't feel super confident about that, guys. Wow. Yeah. Their defense is really great. Yeah. I I don't have any faith in the Carson Palmer-led offense, necessarily. And I certainly don't have faith in Arian, Coach Arians, who's like, no, no, man. Andre Ellington, whatever. So, (laughs) but I'm still picking the Cardinals. Their defense is crazy. There it is. Guys, make sure you listen to us. Uh, listen to us on Blog Talk Radio, brought to you by National Gridiron Network. We love them. You love them. Come listen to us over there as well. We have the next team, the Oakland Raiders, to the even worse team, the Houston Texans. Oh. It's just another competition of game of the week. Game of the week. Game of the week. <laughs> There's a lot of game of the weeks this week, guys. Be hard so to many. So many. Man. The NFL is really spreading themselves from good teams and really bad teams. Wouldn't it be funny if your fantasy team scored zero points? Like, you just literally, like, just no one did anything. Well, that would not Ashley's be funny. got pretty close a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had, like, sorry, it's like five people Ashley. score less than five points last week. It's good. It was impressive. Unbelievable. I and I, oh, I'm you, always I projected, like, it. over 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm jazzed if I break 50. That's because they're still projecting Trent Richardson to be, like, a top 10 guy. I don't even start Trent. I know I know you don't start him, but I'm saying, like, the projections sometimes, I'm like, really? Yeah. Have you watched this guy play? I don't know. Well, I will say, play him if you got him, Rashad Jennings. Hey. Hey. I'm not mad at you. I'm not that mad. You had 88 yards rushing and 19 yards receiving. I mean, didn't have a touchdown, but we're talking about, you know, the Raiders here. So we're just happy they got down the field once. There you go. No word on whether McFadden's out yet, I don't believe. But uh, even so, Jennings has proven himself to be a decent running back to flex player. Um, You know, Houston might not be the team we all thought they were during preseason, but the Raiders are everything we expected, which is bad. So there's yeah. no gut calls. Uh, you can re- start Rashad Jennings or no one. Bench, Trell Pryor, it, I, and he's not even playing, I don't believe, anymore. Um, he's still questionable. Denarius Moore, oh, it's so sad. So much talent. It's just so sick. It is. Yeah. You would think that he would have been a great draft pick, but not so much. We're benching both of them. You know who you're not benching is Andre Johnson. Oh, I love him. I love him, too. I love him. That's like the highest you'll ever hear my voice, by the way. It was really nice. It, was, it wasn't even high. It was, like, it, was, it was like you were in church. <laughs> yeah, no. It was melodic. No. <laughs> but I love him. We have him ranked number two. Um, he had another big week, racking in 15 points, two touchdowns off five receptions. You know, the Raiders aren't exactly a top secondary, one of the worst in the league, actually. So expect Johnson to continue, you know, in the groove he's currently right in. So love me some Johnson. Case Keenum. You know, he was able to pull the seventh most fantasy points against quarterbacks last week. I like him. Yeah. You know, he threw he for 200 yards and had three touchdowns. 
Yeah. yeah. No interceptions. Not bad. You know, and when you watch him, you might think he isn't doing all that well for you. So just keep looking at your fantasy score and don't watch your TV and you'll be happy. Everything will be fine. All's good. Gut calls. Texans defense. I might bump them up to a must start. So I do have them ranked sixth. You know, and while the Texans are a slightly confusing team, their defense can produce some decent games, you know, and they will be playing the Raiders who have given up the fifth most points of defenses. So I'm going to bump them up to must starts. I'm liking the Texan D. Got calls, DeAndre Hopkins. You know, he hasn't pulled the biggest numbers you've ever seen in the last two weeks, but I mean, he has scored five points and six points, which is more than a lot of receivers can boast. So for me, with Keenum in, it might be worth a look. Bench, Ben Tate. Here's, here's the deal with Ben Tate. Aaron Foster's out for the season, which makes Ben Tate the man in Houston. And while we think he will do well, and I really do think he will do well, he was barely able to get five points against the Cardinals. And yes, the Cardinals are a good D. You know, and the Raiders have a decent rush attack as well, though. But Tate is still hurt, guys. He's got four broken ribs and is playing through the pain. But, you know, I mean, he's, uh, I just don't love it. I think when he's healthy, he's going to be a good choice. But right now, he's just a little too much pain. I'm going to go Houston, guys. Keenum's just getting better and better. I'm playing Houston. It's trial prior. It's just got sad. It is sad. It is sad. I think Houston Texan. Texans for sure, but I'm I'm pretty sure this is gonna be a pretty bad game regardless. Um, <laughs> moving in to the Baltimore Ravens at Chicago Bears. Hey, this be a good oh, one. Ravens, you know, I have I have no plan if you got them. Sorry, I don't. I don't. We're moving to gut calls immediately, and we're going to Tory Smith. We have him ranked number eighteen, which should be a must start. But he ended last week's game with over 10 points, but six of those points came in his second tight end of the season. Like, Touchdown. take those six points, or touchdowns, excuse me, take those six points away, and he has four points again. You know? I mean, the guy is just is not producing this year. I have him in gut calls because he might get that touchdown for you, but, oh, this far, it's just so unpredictable with Torrey Smith. And I'm benching Ray Rice. Again, Rice is still having problems with his injured hip, and I'm just really worried about him. Rice had 30 yards rushing, 18 yards receiving last week against Cincinnati, and the Chicago Bears' defense is is pretty good. So I I think the Ravens will be trying for a win, but I don't think they're going to be blowing up in fantasy land. I heard that Harbaugh said something about like going with the hot hand rushing. Did he mean hot forearm? Well, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not quite sure anyone's hot rushing the ball in this yeah. team. I mean, I, I'm not entirely sure even what that meant. I don't know. I have sad. no clue. But speaking of not sad, Chicago Bears offense. Hi, friends. They're my new friends. I actually think of them as friends. Josh McCowan, the most naturally blonde grown man I've seen in years. Yeah. Unbelievably blonde. Uh, also, Good. Uh, he threw for, in his one official start of the season. He threw for 272 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. And, in fact, he hasn't thrown an interception yet. Knock on wood. Seriously, I'm kind of scared I said that out loud. But um, check it out. It's crazy. He's a possible must-start, especially if you're an injury, in an injury problem. Um, <laughs> I actually saying to myself, the every rose has its thorn, but every season has its thorn about Matt Forte. Last week, I don't even want to talk about it. 
It's your first game under 10 points. And I, I cried. Um, but she's going to be dynamite. They just let Cutler play too long. Last week was really weird because Cutler was hurt. They kept him in. It was weird. Just don't worry about it. However, Brandon Marshall still scored two, two touchdowns. So, yet yeah. again, matchup and backup proof. Play him. Alshon Jeffrey, also 114 yards receiving people. He's not going away. Play him. Um, got calls. The Chicago Bears defense. Baltimore's given up the 15th most fantasy points to opposing defense. It's kind of like middle of the pack. Um, but, man, they don't look good. The Ravens, right? No. So on the eye test, I feel like I'd play the Bears. Just a thought. Um, I don't have any bench warmers because, frankly, play all the Bears. Let's do it. Healthy McCowan is so much better than an injured Cutler. I'm not saying he's better than a healthy Cutler, but he's definitely better than an injured Cutler. So go all in. And for that, I pick the Bears. I'm in with the Bears. Yep, Bears it is. Hot. Bears all the way down. All right, guys, Cleveland Browns at Cincinnati Bengals. Browns, baby. Josh Gordon, you know, seems to be falling into the ever-too-familiar pattern we have seen this year of good week, bad week, good week, bad week. Luckily for you, he had a bad week before the bye. So hopefully he's going to have a decent week this week. So Lucky me. <laughs> Bengals D's really good, so he's got his work cut out for him. But according to the pattern, he should be good this week. Jason Campbell, guys, he had two great weeks and is coming off a bye, which gave him some time to rest up and hopefully get a little more acquainted with the Browns' offense. I mean, he has scored a combined five touchdowns in the last two weeks he's played and zero interceptions. That's good. That's, Do you think that's I should really move him up good. in the rankings? Maybe. I mean, it is against the Bengals' defense, which stout, stout deep. But, I mean, no interceptions, five touchdowns. That's, that's good, guys. That's, That's what good. you want to say. numbers. Yeah, he's scoring 20-plus points in his last two starts. So, Jordan Cameron as well, you know. <laughs> okay, so I mean, he did have zero points against Baltimore before the bye week, and I have no explanation for you on that. <laughs> None. I, I have nothing to provide for you for that. But the two weeks prior, he had eight points and 11 points, so try to focus on that. And the Bengals give up the eighth-fewest points to tight ends, but it is a divisional matchup. So, you know, a little extra heat and a little extra fire, you know, for people to do well. So big players tend to step up in these games, and Jordan Cameron's a big player for their team. So let's hope that he steps up. Cut calls Greg Little. You know, Greg Little hasn't done much this season, but he has had a huge game before the bye week. So what does this mean? This means that he didn't just, you know, have good chemistry with Hoyer and Whedon, but he's found a groove with Campbell, perhaps. So I would maybe wait before you start him but I think he's worth picking up to block other people from getting him because I think him and Campbell might have some good chemistry he looked really good before the bye so bench warmers all the Cleveland running backs this crew can't produce enough fanny points combined let alone individually to start any of them period don't don't even go there did you just say fanny points <laughs> uh, <laughs> fantasy I like that fanny I like points. that yeah, they're running back. You know, they're fanny points. My, my muscle relaxer that I took is probably kicking in from the, the stress that oh, I've had. Oh, you're going to wait till you're done with the show. I was going to wait. And then and I was hurting and I took it. And that was a really bad call. So, <laughs> <laughs> moving on to the Bengals. There might be a lot more fanny going on if you know what you I mean. I like it. Fanny like Bengals. Yeah. AJ Green, guys. We have said it before. We will say it again. He is a beast, and you have to always start him. Love. 
Yeah, maybe biblical rains pouring down. Maybe Cincinnati's <laughs> seen a blizzard unmatched in the last hundred years. Maybe a hurricane magically hit. You're still starting him. You don't bench him ever. Period. No. He has 150 yards and a touchdown didn't just come out of nowhere. So play him and be thankful he is on your team. His touchdown did come out of nowhere. Well, that, that was, was amazing, right? That was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. He was just like waiting for the ball to like, be bounced up in the air. It was awesome. That was so good. Psycher. Uh, Giovanni Bernard, he has made a statement that he is the guy in Cincy. You know, he has scored three touchdowns in the last two weeks and has had double-digit points as well. So being the goal line guy plus receiving more touches than Green Ellis makes him a must-start. As you know, running backs are falling like flies, so Bernard is a solid option for you. Is Green Gut Ellis balls. okay as a flex or no? Is he completely done? I haven't been paying attention, but I picked him up because someone else dropped him. He was doing better a few weeks ago when they were getting even touches, but now he's like... Less than five Bernard's points the last two up. weeks. Yeah, Bernard's just blowing up, and they're, they're you know, the hand in, where, where, what did they say? The hot, what did, uh, the hot, the hot hand. hand. The hot hand. Yeah. Hot. The hot hand is Bernard right now. Not Everything's hot else. tonight. Well, it's not hot as Andy Dalton. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know we usually put him in the mustards, but I, I just can't do that to you again this week. You can't do it. Did he ruin your week last week? Probably not, because he did score 14 points. But you were looking for more than that from your starting quarterback, you know. And 10 other and quarterbacks did score more Hail points. Mary. Without yeah, the Hail I Mary, mean, it was... he would have been terrible. But we don't care where the points come from, Brandon. Points no, are points. Still. But it was bad. It was it bad. It was bad. You know, and the Bengals' defense, um, they need to be a must-start. They really do. I mean, I'm a little nervous because Jason Campbell doesn't really throw interceptions. But the Browns do give up the 19th most fancy points to defenses. So when you look at these games like that and you got Campbell, I just I think you'll get at least six points, which might still be a top defense this week. I don't know. So they probably need to be bumped up to must starts. Benchwarmers, Tyler Eifer. Don't be lured in the fact that he actually scored you five points last week. Don't do it. Don't start him. <laughs> um, this one's really hard. I'm going to go with the Bengals only because they're home. I like it. I'm going Browns. I got confidence in them. I don't know who's going to get the points, but I, I, I like the Browns. Feel good team of the year. I'm going with the Browns. They're kind of like my Vikings. I like I'll it. Go down Except with for the they're ship. good. Uh, Who's that? This matchup does not make me feel good. San Diego Chargers at Miami Dolphins. It would if you were meaner. Yeah, I know. <laughs> or I like to cry like a little... Like a little baby, Mr. Rivers. It's good to be good. Yes, I good. Them, I mean, so. I have no intention of watching this game. None. Uh, there's no must-starts, guys. And not just because they imploded last week with the San Diego Chargers, but because they aren't. This isn't the best matchup, and it's too risky for your lineup. So I don't have any must-starts. I got a lot of gut calls, though. Ryan Matthews. I really don't know what to say. Seriously, this guy is beyond frustrating, and he will frustrate you in your lineup. He scored three points two weeks ago and then 11 points last week. He's up against the second-worst rush defense in the league, so maybe he'll have another decent week. But no one knows, and I mean no one. So play at your own risk with him. Danny Woodhead, if you're in a PPR league, he's a must-start. But if not, he's a gut check. He and Matthews split carries, and Woodhead has been scoring mediocre points. And if Matthews is Matthews, then Woodhead should have a good game. If Matthews decides to play, then Woodhead will have an average game. It's all up in the air, or ground for that matter. So, again, unless you're PPR, 
Danny's a gut check. Philip Rivers, I mean, he's expected to have a big week against the Broncos, and that didn't happen. I mean, he only threw for 200 yards, and he was sacked, like, countless times. You know, so the Dolphins have the fifth fewest points to quarterbacks. So don't expect a good week from Rivers. Keenan Allen, again, continue on the gut checklist here. The Dolphins have a really good secondary. It's actually like, really good. You know, and the majority of the drama behind, is behind them, I feel like, this week. So Allen should have... He should have more than four points he did against last week, but I don't know. I don't feel good about it. Eddie War Royals on my bench, guys, last week was a week that Royals should have shined, and he only had two receptions for a total of three points. It's not going to get any better against a better secondary in the Dolphins, so he should be on your bench, period. Okay. Ugly. Miami Dolphins. Ugh. I hate to say this, but there's no playing with you got and it's going against the Chargers defense. Ugh. With no offensive line, there's no starters. Yeah. Mike Wallace and Brian Hartline. Both Wallace and Hartline have had two games over 10 points. That's it. Hartline hasn't had a game over seven points since week three. Wallace had 15 yards receiving. Hartline had 57 yards receiving last week against a winless team. No. <laughs> you have to be really desperate to play either one of these or just, like, asking for it, really. I mean, yes, San Diego is bad to wide receivers, but they are bad wide receivers. So there you go. And that's my only gut call. Bench warmers, Lamar Miller. I can't get into you, man. Miller has had three games under two fantasy points this year and only three games over 11 fantasy points. Last week he had two rushing yards and nine receiving yards. If you feel comfortable with that, then you're just crazy. Bench him. With that said... I'm picking the Chargers to win. I find it really interesting that you ignored the uh, Richard Matthews insanity that's going on. I did, I did because I'm not jumping on that bandwagon. I think that's like a Daryl Young running back situation. They got three touchdowns. Wow, let's jump on it. Matthews. Hello. I mean, listen. Yeah, Tannehill, the offensive line. So you don't line. think he's like the I'm, new Brandon Gibson? You don't think he's going to fill that role? You just think he's a one-week guy? I think that's a really astute observation that's I think I think he has to prove that Miami has to prove that they can be consistent in something before I choose to put anybody in a must start category heard it here first I don't people. Even, yeah I don't even think the coaches know what kind of team they are you know I, so I can't tell you well I'm going with San Diego because any team that only has two rushing yards in an entire game is not my pick to me <laughs> I'm also going Chargers. I can't tell you why. Maybe it's almost December and Philip tends to begin in December, but it's still November, so who knows? I'll tell you why, because Miami's offensive line is gone. Literally gone. and figuratively. Yeah. Metaphors. We got, the Green Bay, we got the Green Bay Packers at New York Giants. Packers, Eddie Game Lacy. Of the week. Game of the week. <laughs> You can't bench a guy like Eddie Lacy. I, mean, I don't feel exceptionally great about him this week. The Giants actually give up the 11th fewest points to running backs, you know, and we all thought Lacy would be, you know, produced more than he did last week. But I th let's chuck that up to Seneca Wallace going down as well. They, they didn't really have a game plan for that. The third string quarterbacks coming in, so let's go with that. Let's let's feel good about Eddie Lacy this week. Gut calls all the Green Bay Packer wide receivers, guys. Not only do they lose Aaron Rodgers, but now they're down to the third-string quarterback. You know, and third-string quarterbacks don't bode well for wide receivers. So, 
Ugh, I don't like any of them. Nope, sure don't. Bench you got warmers. Matt Flynn, though. <laughs> uh, Mason Crosby, guys. I put him on my bench. I'm not even sure why we're even talking about him. But he only made two out of four field goals last week and an extra point. And he's just too inconsistent this year, you know. And, and kickers, sadly, are the one position you can count on points for. So you can't have a guy like Crosby in your lineup. Or Vinatieri, apparently. He's coming back. Crosby's going to have a good week this week. Be, be hopeful, I, I have faith in him. I've got faith in him. Well, the New York Giants. Woo! Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back, Andre. Remember that from Project Runway? Andre. Andre. Would you like to go shopping? Andre. Let's go to Red Lobster. I know there are other players (laughs) named Andre, but for some reason I don't cover any of them, so this is my Andre. No, Andre Ellington. I just messed everything up. Uh, No. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, yeah, welcome back. 30 times he touched the ball. That's a little much. I don't want him to get re-hurt, but uh, he got 115 uh, offensive yards and a touchdown. Beautiful. Um, start him. Also, listen. Okay, here's a gut call that's going to like shock you. The New York Giants defense. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry up front. But Green Bay is on a backup to the backup quarterback. And the last three games, the New York Giants have scored 11, 17, and 17 points. Did I not call the defensive fantasy orgy of the Oakland Raiders in the Giants game last week? Because I said it, and it happened. It did. Yeah. That was two weeks ago. Last week, Oakland played someone. They they actually, their defense did well, right? Wasn't it yeah. last week, or was it two weeks ago? I don't know. No, it was last week. It was last week. Oh, and so you're right. Yeah, so both yes. the teams, you're right, because both the teams yeah. got it. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. I was thinking the way around. Defensive yeah. Fantasy orgy. Right, they're terrible. And that might be this, too. So I'm just putting it out there. Um, Now, I am also going to tell you they had two games prior to that with negative points. So it is what it is. Um, Also, Victor Cruz. I put him in the gut calls. I'm sorry. If you have a better option, you can play him. Uh, He caught three passes for 37 yards. I feel like I've repeated this story to you guys a lot. And I've kept saying it's got to get better, but it's not going to get better if the line can't protect Eli and if Eli can't throw the ball. <sighs> Bringing a good man down. It's just unfortunate. And uh, on that note, don't start Eli Manning. I don't understand, people. I don't understand. And by the way, if you think I've been harsh, we've been averaging ranking him 20, and he has averaged the 21st-ranked quarterback. So actually, we've been generous. You're welcome. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm going Packers. I'm sorry. The only team they could have beat last week was Oakland. They were terrible. Nice. I'm going Giants. I'm in the Giants mood. I'm going Giants all the way. Yeah. I'm going Giants, too. Ugh, you guys are trying to kill me. Love Giants. It. Minnesota Vikings and <laughs> Seattle Seahawks. We're to sum this up in like less than a minute. Who you're starting? AP, second rate quarterback. This shouldn't be shocking. You're playing every single week. Second highest scoring running back for the season. He's your only must start. Gut calls. I don't have any gut calls. You're literally only playing AP. Especially if you're going up against Seattle. Bench warmers, Christian Ponder. Come on now. Yikes. We don't even talk about this another week in a row about how you should not even have him on your team. And the Vikings wide receivers. Again, 
You don't know who's going to be actually playing well that week. It's not a favorable matchup either with the Seahawks with the second fewest points to wide receivers in the league. So don't even think about starting a Vikings wide receiver. Seahawks. We'll talk a little bit longer about them. But start if you got him. Russell Wilson. We have him right number four this week. He scored the six most points out of quarterbacks last week. And he did have 287 yards and two touchdowns. So that's pretty good. And... You may have guessed it, but the Vikings is the second worst defense in keeping quarterbacks at bay. So it should be a mm-hmm. decent little week for Brandon and her app loving Russell Wilson. Marshawn Lynch, guys. Again, like always, he is a must start. Vikings get the six most points of running backs. You got to play him. He's going to do great. Seattle defense, again, number one ranked defense here. They're always good, and you essentially always start them. And the thing that's really sad is the Seattle D probably actually averages more points for you than your running backs do on your team. (laughs) I'm not joking. It's actually rather sad. And the Vikings give a lot of points. So expect a big, big week from them. My gut calls Golden Tate. So here's the thing about Golden Tate is that you never really know which Seattle wide receiver is going to actually go off that week. Last week was Golden Tate. He's very hot and cold, which seems to be, you know, on another every other week kind of pattern. And he was hot last week, so be prepared for him to be cold this week. Hopefully that won't be the case, you know, as Wilson is finally warming up a little bit here, and the Vikings do give up the ninth most points to wide receivers. So he's got a shot of being fairly decent. Bench, Zach Miller. I don't think you were even considering it, but just in case I wanted to let you know, don't play him. Don't do it. I'm going Seahawks, guys. No question. We'll see if Bran actually sticks with her Vikings picks. Seahawks. Well, I'm not an idiot. In Seattle, of course, I put the Seahawks. But this is your weekly reminder. Check your kickers. Hauschka got 19 points last week. You are losing points if you don't check the kickers. There you go. PSA. San Francisco 49ers and New Orleans Saints. Play him if you got him. Frank Gore. We've got him ranked number eight. 82 yards rushing, 21 yards receiving. You know, New Orleans gives up a lot of fantasy points to running backs. Love him. And then I'm moving into gut calls. Vernon Davis. Davis left last week, you know, injured with only two yards. He had a concussion, and it takes a full week to get passed and cleared to play. So he's still questionable. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he's in, he should be in your lineup. But keep an eye on him. Sunday morning, check. Mario Manningham. We've got him ranked a little low. I'm kind of liking him this week. I think this is the week he's going to have a comeback with Mr. Kaepernick, Hmm. which I have on the bench. We have him ranked number 19, which means you should not play him. He had 91 yards, one interception, and zero touchdowns. Generous ranking. Generous. The Saints' defense is no joke. And talking about kickers, I want to do a little shout-out to Phil Dawson. Hey. Hey. 12 fantasy points, not bad, but you're still on the bench because you're really not that good. (laughs) Here's your shout-out, but you still suck. I haven't talked about him. He had a good moment. Now it's back to reality. New Orleans Saints, play him if you got him. Obviously, the two usual suspects come on, must starts, Drew Brees, Jimmy Graham. We have both of them ranked number one this week. They're amazing. 392 yards and four touchdowns for Mr. Brees. I like it. The 49ers defense is a completely dif- different defense than the Cowboys, but you never bench your studs, and those two are your studs. Pierre Thomas, Darren Sproles, and Mark Ingram. 
Hello. Blew it up last week against Denver. All, both of them. Or, excuse me, against Dallas. All three of them had over 20 points. I don't expect that this week. Yeah. And I don't know which one is going to get points. So, therefore, they're under gut calls. I don't dislike them, but I'm not in love with any of them. Ugh, the Cowboys. Ugh. Oh, the Saints. The drama. Marquise Colston. Kenny Stills and Lance Moore. 26, 44, 58. It's tough. I mean, the Cowboys really messed you up because now you think everybody on the Saints is going to get these huge numbers. <laughs> and the Saints are a mystery. They're just a mystery. Yeah. You don't know who's going to get the touchdown. You don't know who's going to get the yards. If Kenny Stills doesn't catch a lawn ball, he doesn't get points. Lance Moore is coming back from injury. He might have a good week. Marquise Colston's coming back from an injury. He did have a good week. I, I, I don't know. And that's why they're in gut calls. Bench warmers, none. <laughs> and I'm going with the New Orleans Saints because uh, I don't like the 49ers. And that's the only good reason I have. <laughs> I'm going to go Saints too, but I think that might be wishful thinking. It's going to be a close game. I just have more. It's going to be a good game. I have more confidence in Breeze than I do Kaepernick, and that's why I'm going Saints. I'm going Saints because Carolina punished them last week. I, the 49ers. Yeah. I mean, I, I just yeah. see, I just see um, the Saints following suit. Also, I picked up Michael Crabtree, though, from the 49ers, because I think they're going to need him. And he's practicing. Yeah. Not this week, but next week. Yeah, not this week, people. Kansas City Chiefs at Denver Broncos. Great. You know what? The Chiefs are real easy. Uh, Jamal Charles... Have you ever dreamt about not starting him? That would be the saddest, most scary dream ever. Start him. Alex Smith is in the gut calls because Denver gives up the 11th most fantasy points to quarterbacks, and Alex Smith has to prove something. They have to score points. Because I don't care what Peyton Manning's doing. He's going to score. The Broncos are going to score. And so far, they just have not been able to get it together in Kansas City to actually put points on the board. They always score, like, 23 points. Um, Dwayne Bow, he got arrested, but he's still starting. I don't know why you'd play him anyway. Just thought I'd say his name. And uh, Kansas City defense. Uh, yeah, you want to start him every week. Call. Except for the two weeks they play Denver. I mean, I, I do yeah. think that they might get to Peyton Manning a few times. But I still, uh, I, I mean, I think they have a better chance against the Broncos the second time they play them when they're at home. But this I time would I like to say them. that I ranked the Kansas City defense at 19 this week, and, and that hurt. was purely out of respect for how good they are. Yeah. That still lands them on your bench, but usually we ra- I rank the defense playing the Broncos like last or second to last. So this 19 is well, a good ranking for them this week. Yeah, Denver gives up Out the fewest respect. points to defenses. Now, I think they're going to be mediocre, like what she's saying, number 19, but they're not startable, in my opinion. Well, and I'll tell you why they're not startable, because everybody on the Broncos is startable. <laughs> Peyton Manning, hello. I like you. 330 yards, four touchdowns, and a fumble, but whatever. We'll overlook that. You are amazing. You're going to play him because he's your stud, although he is a little beat up. And if Kansas City gets to him more than twice. Just his lower body. Ah, he said his full body. He's like, I'm on the injury (laughs) report for full body injuries. Um, I love Peyton. But let's just hope 
Kansas City doesn't get to him too many times, or this game could change drastically. No, Sean Marino, we have him ranked number 10. I like him. Uh, you know, Kansas City's tough against everybody, but the Broncos play like nobody else does offensively. So we're playing no Sean. You got to play him. I'm seeing a one to two year touchdown in his near future. Demarius Thomas and Wes Welker. I did not put Eric Decker up here. I know it's crazy, but I didn't do it. He needs to be punished. He's been punished. He's been punished. <laughs> but I love Demarius. He had a huge blowout week. Wes Welker, yes, I'm sorry. He had 21 yards. That's awful. But he's going to come back. That's awful. He, he always does. He always does. It's going to be a good game for him. Demarius is not going to see all the balls again this week. I think he's going to be covered very well by the Kansas City Chiefs. Julius Thomas, we have him ranked number three. He's still questionable, but if he's in – the Denver Broncos lineup, he's in your lineup. Matt Prater, here we go. Say something crazy happens and Peyton does not finish the game. Matt Prater might be getting a few kicks or field goals that you're going to be needing for your fantasy team. But I say that, and there is always Vinatieri to look at. Scary. Zero points, just saying. I have gut calls Eric Decker. We still have him ranked number 15, which means he's a must-start. But that man drops balls. He drops balls. Also, in three of his last four games, Decker has only had 5.2 points or less. So I think Manning's kind of a little bit maybe over him. I don't know. I'm just saying. There's more upside with Welker and Thomas. And bench warmers. We're talking about the Broncos here, people. Nobody. Nobody's benched. With that said, it's Broncos will take this matchup between the Kansas City Chiefs. In two weeks, I don't know who I'm picking, but the Broncos are winning this one. I'm going Broncos, but I'm also um, going to light a candle for Peyton Manning every night up until the start. That's wise, and I appreciate you doing that. Yeah, you're I'm going to go Broncos, too. You know, If Peyton was fully healthy, I don't think it'd even be a close call, to be honest with you. No, yeah, the Broncos at home. But I'm, I'm nervous about the ankles. Uh, Still going Broncos. Yeah. New England Patriots at Carolina Panthers. I'm excited game for this one. This, yeah, this is actually a good a game one. of the week. These last two the, ones are the real games of the week. These are the real ones. These are the real ones, but Run-tap. they don't fall under our game of the Run-tap. week category. <laughs> uh, Stephen Ridley, guys, you know, Belichick seems to be listening to our rants. You know, about time he stopped being so stubborn because when Ridley is given the chance, he plays well and opens up options for other players and more offense. You know, Ridley has scored six touchdowns in his last four games, and he's had double-digit points. You know, the Panthers give up the fifth fewest fantasy points to running backs, but Ridley should still be able to muster up some points for you. And let's hope he does. That's going to open things up for Gronk, you know. The one place the Panthers' defense is slightly weak because I want to be very clear, the Panthers' defense is very very good is that they're slightly weak at defending tight ends you know and that bodes well Mm -hmm. here as you know Gronk is one of the best players in the team and you know that's the silver lining for Brady here is that hopefully they'll be able to connect for some points this week Gronk you know the drill sorry not Gronk Steven Guskowski you know the drill you start him no questions gut calls Tom Brady feel good about the fact that not only are we mentioning him, but we also have upgraded him from bench player to gut check. Yes, mm. he scored you 33 points two weeks ago before the bye, and yes, things are looking better, 
you know, this second half of the season with Gronk back, but he'll be up against a very, very tough Panthers defense that allows the fewest points to quarterbacks. So be excited about him, but you might want to give him, you know, back his starting spot in your lineup like next week or two weeks from now. Not, not this week. Aaron Dobson, guys, he has two very nice back-to-back weeks before scoring, you know, 12 points and then 25. So I like him a lot. The Carolina didn't have a great secondary. It's the top secondary in the league. So, again, be a little leery. But if you had to play someone like Dobson, there is Amendola, but I didn't mention him, and I probably should have. But, again, top secondary. Secondary, my goodness. Top secondary in the league. So Muscle relax. <laughs> was that 16 candles what what does she keep not trying to say can't say it in that oh movie? oh yeah that's a good one talking about yeah sorry i don't it's so good she's playing with her face like <laughs> i love that movie ruined my life um bench patriots defense guys that's this is tough because we have the right number 13 you know and while the patriots defense won't perform terribly they also won't be amazing Cam Newton has, hasn't been great, but he's going to be in the limelight. It's Monday Night Football. I think he's going to blow it up this week because he is going to be in a primetime spot. So this game has got a big, big warning label on it for me. Okay, Carolina Panthers. Let me keep this simple. Carolina defense, real deal. Seriously, if I could have the Carolina defense play next to Kansas City defense, I'd be in defensive heaven. These guys are crazy yeah. town. Can I start a defense in my flex? Uh, you be able to. <laughs> that'd be so awesome uh yeah amazing stuff uh, i hope you guys pick them up we love them i don't think that brady's gonna let himself be humiliated on monday night football but i do think that they're gonna get to him and 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 up until last week for the or not last week but the two weeks before the week before the bye um quarterback i mean defenses were getting to tom brady so i wouldn't get too scared um Cam Newton, gut calls. I'm putting him in the gut calls out of respect for his owners who want to punch the sky. Um, I said the sky, not this guy. Muscle relaxers. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm not even on them. (laughs) I I just realized that I said that. Uh, Yeah, so anyway, you know, I don't know. He's not great against good defenses, but New England's defense is really, really injured, so he might be okay. Last week was ugly. I don't even want to talk about it, but you know him. He's either fabulous or he's terrible. That's just the way it is. And then effectively, Carolina's gutted the fantasy value of every running back on the team and wide receiver. So it's the defense. That's how they'll win this game. And for that... Mm. I'm going to take the Panthers. This is an entirely emotional pick because I like defense. I agree. It is emotional, and I'm picking the Panthers as well Probably with the tear the running down my face. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady in the spotlight is a force to be reckoned with. So, mm-hmm. and Cammy Cam. Cammy Cam. It's been very frustrating for me. And I agree, Panthers defense is good, but. I'm going to go with Tom Brady. I'm going to go with the uh, Patriots. I hate to end the show that way. Yeah. (laughs) But we must. But we must. We could end it with Russell Wilson going, hello, where are you? Hello. Are you still there? We were having a conversation. We're having a conversation. He's so I love it. It's like, can we download an app to have yet another man 
harass us. It's like enough already. <laughs> enough. The nagging. Oh, oh. the nagging. Ugh. Well, that's it, guys. Make sure you set your lineups. Thursday night's game, Indianapolis Colts and the Tennessee Titans. Get them in. Get to Cowboys and St. Louis Rams out. And make sure to listen to us on Blog Talk Radio, brought to you by National Gridiron Network and on HerFantasyFootball.com. You can see all of our write-ups there about all of our teams. Chat us up on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. Until next week, no more faking it. <laughs>